Welcome to Move with Deb. I'm Deb, your friendly neuroplastician, and this is a podcast that explores the relationship between the body and the mind from a health at every size, judgment-free perspective. I teach you how developing a new internal conversation based on curiosity, self-friendship, and simple neuroplasticity techniques can rewire your body-mind out of pain and emotional overwhelm to help you build the rich, full life that you want to live. Disclaimer, this is not a replacement for medical care. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Move With Deb, the podcast, episode 41. And wow, this just blows my mind. Even though I did miss three weeks, but still episode 41. And that is amazing to me. But it might not be significant to you, but showing up to make this podcast and share my insights and experiences with clients with you is a big accomplishment. And I'm going to pause and feel really proud of myself. Okay, that feels kind of slightly uncomfortable, actually. I can hear my critic brain want to jump in and diminish this accomplishment, and it has a long list of things that I should have done better and all the things that I have done wrong or I should go back and fix, and, 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 and. And I just say, no, we are celebrating. I am filling myself up with real pride for myself. I am wrapping my arms around myself in a hug. I'm thinking of the people who have listened to the podcast and shared with me that it's helped them. And that's amazing. I can think words, turn them into motor patterns, which then create sound waves, which are captured by a computer. And then you hear them and they enter your brain and then your body feels relief or excitement or curiosity or maybe even confusion or annoyance. But that feels like magic to me. The magic of the possibilities of the mind-body experience is what I want to talk about today. There's a quote, you can't be what you can't see from Marion Wright Edelman. She is the founder and president emerita of the Children's Defense Fund. And she's a pretty amazing woman. She's won the Presidential Medal of Freedom and a MacArthur Fellowship. She's pretty fantastic. You can't be what you can't see. So everything we know and understand about our body, we have been taught directly or indirectly from other people. We are in the time of a great shift from the purely biomedical model of pain into a biopsychosocial model of pain and illness. And I'm not going to take time in this podcast to discuss all the problems with the wellness industry or the medical industrial complex. There is much to say, though, and I'll be having a lot of those conversations in 2022. And this podcast, I'm going to keep it focused on your human experience and how you have much more power in your experience of your mind, body, and nervous system than you probably knew that you did. So this quote, 
you can't be what you can't see. This is the process of transformation I've experienced a number of times in my life. Significant moments in my having a body have been learning that other fat people went to the chiropractor. Now I know that sounds really silly to say, or maybe it doesn't feel silly to say, Maybe it feels silly to hear, but 20 years ago, I did not know this. So I was at a fat activist conference and one of the attendees was talking about going to see a chiropractor for her shoulder. And my brain had a needle scratch moment. Do people know what that is if we don't listen to records anymore? But literally a new idea dropped into my mind that was never there before. I could go to a chiropractor and receive help. Another fat person told me that this was true for them, and now it could be true for me. It honestly had never occurred to me. And that was something I did pursue and did receive great benefit from working with a chiropractor. Years later, I was watching a video of Jessamine Stanley, the brilliant black queer, femme, internationally acclaimed, leading voice in wellness, highly sought after for her insights on 21st century yoga and intersectional identity. And she has an amazing online streaming yoga class um, program called The Underbelly and also some fabulous merch and some great books, highly recommend. So it was a simple video of her practicing some move over and over again. Maybe it was a headstand. And my brain just went, record scratch. Though that kind of sounds like a car hitting its brakes. So maybe I'll find a record scratch sound to go along with this. But the whole point was my brain had this moment where I was like, oh, we don't just know how to do a move. There's an adaptation process. Like the more we try and fail, the better we get at it. And I cringe now just saying it because it sounds so obvious and utterly basic, but I didn't know that or I had never seen it. Certainly not by a fat person and not by watching the process in action over and over again. I'd watched plus size yoga videos, but that was like a beautifully filmed flow where everything went smoothly and the beautiful model slash yoga instructor just went into every pose with ease. You know, that's what I was trying to emulate. But no, this was like try, fail, try, fail, try, succeed in a wobbly, wild, kind of way and it just opened my brain up to thinking well i can do that you mean the wobble is part of the process i'm like all wobble so bring it on then when i first heard of dr sarno and the curable app and i was like what you mean pain isn't what i've always been taught it is record scratch and it was my friend Susan's TechCrunch article that was the introduction. And because I knew someone firsthand who had a life altering experience with it, I was willing to give it a look. And then I had my own radical pain relieving experience and my life was altered forever. 
And those are only a few examples of how transformation can come in a moment. The embodied aha, as I like to describe it. It's just the sense of a new possibility that didn't exist for you the moment before you came in contact with it, even though maybe it was something you were aware of. But the aha moment isn't enough. You need integration. And that might mean learning more, practicing with mind-body work. I like to talk about it as strengthening the inner conversation between your mind and body or building the Google translator between your mind and body. Being willing, like willing to be willing to explore this process for you, whether that's through working with me, through an, with another coach, the Curable app, Lynn Health, or on your own with Alan Gordon's book, The Way Out, or Dr. Zothanis' book, as I described in episode 39, or a therapist trained in PRT, there are so many ways now to do this work. 2022, learn the mechanisms of the relationship between the mind and the body. Explore your life through the lens of the nervous system, discovering emotional and physical safety. Learn how to look in safely as opposed to strengthening the habit of looking away. Fear is the number one dysregulator of the nervous system. And the problem with the human brain is that we can easily learn how to become afraid of anything. Fear and emotions don't have to be logical. Practicing allowing thoughts and feelings to be a part of our lives and meet them both with curiosity and learning how to create a welcome relationship with uncertainty is important. If 2020 and 2021 has taught us anything, uncertainty is the only certainty. It makes sense to be endlessly Googling symptoms and joining Facebook groups for your pain or diagnoses. Community helps us feel seen and validated, which is extremely important, especially because being in pain feels lonely and isolating. And especially during a pandemic, when we can't even see other human beings. But it also teaches the brain to pay attention to symptoms, to track, analyze, and observe symptoms as a path to wellness, often with a coping strategy method that creates a whole host of conditioned responses and reinforcing beliefs through catastrophizing, avoidance, increasing fear and worry, and trying potentially a lot of questionable treatments. And from a predictive brain first approach, this is a symptom reinforcing experience. If it works, that would be amazing. So no judgment for me. It's not that it's wrong. It's 100% understandable to seek answers. But from a nervous system, brain first point of view, it just doesn't work with the science. Our brain's perception of threat and danger is the number one experience we need to manage. Perception of threat doesn't mean reality of threat. And your symptoms are real. So if you're following me, the physiological experiences you're having are real, but they're driven from a logic error that if they're felt in the body, they are also caused by disease or damage of the body. 
that needs to be remedied through the body. The remedy comes from the conversation that we have with the brain about the sensations we are feeling. And even as I'm writing this out, it sounds banana pants. And I see it true every day of my life from all kinds of people, young and old, all different kinds of illnesses, fibromyalgia, back pain, migraines, misophonia, IBS, CRPS, anxiety, TMJ, knee pain, musculoskeletal pain, EDS, dot, dot, dot. So what's the commonality? These are all different body parts in all different bodies, different diseases or chronic pains. Same remedy. Because our brain is the boss of the body, but we are the boss of our brain. I'm going to say that one more time. Because our brain is the boss of our body, but we are the boss of our brain. We are the ones that need to direct our brain's attention and perception of reality. So here's some questions to take in for right now. One is, what is one thing you want to celebrate from 2021? When you think about something that you want to celebrate, what does that feeling feel like in your body? What kind of sensation is created when you think about something you feel proud of? And what's one thing you want to get curious about in 2022? I talk a lot about curiosity being the antidote to fear. If I can invite you to develop one skill, it's curiosity. Curiosity and not judgment. Not judgment of, of lumping something into good or bad right away before you even experience it. But creating this process of curious awareness and inviting the brain to just notice observe. What's one bit of willingness you want to say yes to as far as exploring this mind-body work? Like try some somatic tracking, listen to some of my podcasts, celebrate all the movement that you do that you think doesn't count. This is the work of tacit knowledge, which I just learned about today. And I was like, oh, there is a word for it. I am so excited. I'm going to share this with you. And there's a link. I'm going to link to this article about tacit knowledge. Tacit knowledge. This is from the article. Once you understand that tacit knowledge exists, you will begin to see that big parts of any skill tree is tacit in nature, which means you can go hunting for it. In turn, which means you can start to ask the really useful question when it comes to expertise, which is that person has it. That person is really good at it. How can I have it too? What is tacit knowledge? Tacit knowledge is knowledge that cannot be captured through words alone. And this is why it's really important to listen to recovery stories, join mind-body healing groups, Ask yourselves, what are the skills these people are applying and getting well with? How are we similar? How can I practice this with myself? Know that you won't get results right away, or maybe you will. 
It doesn't matter if you have an overnight recovery or a year-long recovery because recovery is recovery. Everything you know, you've learned. Right now, your brain has learned pain and it can unlearn pain as well. And it can learn safety. And I want that for you. I want that for you in 2022 and beyond. And that's what I'm going to share with you on Move With Deb, the podcast. Move With Deb, my Instagram. Move With Deb, my website. Move With Deb, whatever other offerings that I create. There is my eight-week pain recovery program, which I will be inviting people back into starting in March, I believe. Just doing a little house cleaning, making it even better so I can support everybody on this journey with more ease. But if you sign up on my email list, there is a gigantic number of resources, more resources than you should ever look at or read. There's so many people using this work for their highest benefit, and I want that to include you. Wishing you all the best in this arbitrary calendar turn of the year and hope that there is some suffering and pain that we can say goodbye to in the end of 2021 and say hello to some new skills, hello to a new world that creates safety, not just on an individual basis, but also on a global basis. Thank you for listening. Take care.